Hey everyone, welcome to the Motion Church Weekly Podcast. On this podcast, we share some thoughts from our weekly gatherings as home churches, as well as our messages from when we all get together. It's our desire to help people become fully devoted followers of Jesus, and we hope that this podcast encourages you to walk in that way. Thanks again for joining us, and enjoy this episode. This is Caleb with Motion Church Weekly, and uh, I just want to thank you for joining us this week on the podcast, and uh, just letting you know, Shannon can make it this week, so just me here sharing some things that we studied through as a church this past week, and man, it was great. We are studying through the Gospel of John as a church, and it's just been great um, taking our time going through the Word, studying it deep, trying to let God's Word change us. Um, taking these things that uh, God has preserved for us and letting that change our lives. And so this week, our passage that we looked at was John chapter 1, verses 29 through 34. And the context of this passage is we're picking up right after uh, John the Baptist is questioned by the Pharisees about who he is. They were coming to find out if he was uh, the Messiah or a prophet somebody they were trying to see who he was and he said i'm none of those he said i'm the voice of one who cries in the wilderness uh, make way for the lord and he so he was pointing to jesus and that's what he told them last week when we studied that and so this week is when john the baptist gets to see jesus uh, some scholars believe for the actually very first time and that's super cool passage here john says behold the lamb of god who takes away the sins of the world. And he shares really three things about Jesus in this passage that we looked at as a church. Those three things were um, that Jesus is the Lamb of God and what that means today. Um, we looked at Jesus and the Holy Spirit, and we looked at Jesus as the Son of God. And so the main idea that we wanted everybody to get this week was that John was, um, when he saw Jesus, the first thing he said was, Behold, which means uh, to see or to look. And so he was asking uh, the people around him to see Jesus. And that's what we asked God to help us do on uh, this past weekend. We asked God to help us see Jesus for who he really is in the scriptures and for who he says he is and not some you know thing that we think up in uh, these, these make-believe things that we think to be true about Jesus, but not necessarily in his word. And so we wanted God to show us really who Jesus was according to his word. And so those three things, that Jesus is the Lamb of God, he um, gives us his Holy Spirit, and that Jesus is the Son of God are those three things that we looked at. And so um, let me just read this first part of John chapter 1, verse 29 through uh, 31. It says, The next day he saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. This is he of whom I said, After me comes a man who ranks before me, because he was before me. I myself did not know him, but for this purpose I came baptizing with water, that he might be revealed to Israel. John said, Behold the Lamb of God. And so we looked at this, man, this is awesome, that Jesus is the Lamb of God. There's so much uh, Old Testament in that statement. And so some of the passages we went and looked at was um, Exodus chapter 12, verses 1 through 14. God introduced uh, the Passover in which the, the Jews had to 
um, sacrifice a lamb and put the blood on their doorposts so that the Lord would pass over them as he as he went through Egypt that night and uh, that was the Passover so we believe John was referring to that time that Jesus was this lamb of God that would be that sacrifice for uh, sin uh, we also looked at Isaiah 53 which is a great um, mind-blowing passage about the Messiah a prophecy about Christ and that he would be like a lamb led to the slaughter and another just instance where Jesus is or the Messiah is seen as a lamb and uh, we also went to first Peter uh, chapter 1 verses 13 through 21 where uh, Peter says you weren't bought with the blood of bulls and goats but you were bought with the precious blood of Christ and so we wanted um, ourselves we wanted our church to see that Jesus is that lamb he's that sacrifice for sin we couldn't make our way to God. We couldn't make our way uh, to cover for our sin. That's only Jesus and his sacrifice as the Lamb of God. And um, just a quote here that I shared um, was um, dealing with this Lamb of God idea was that to see Jesus as the Lamb of God was to celebrate the end of the sacrificial system, which was central to Israel's worship all throughout the Old Testament, all the way up until Jesus came as the Lamb of God. Israel had to sacrifice and continually sacrifice things for their sins. And God gave us Jesus, and who was that sacrifice? Hebrews says, once for all, for sin. And so Jesus was that Lamb of God. And man, that's just an awesome thing that John shares here. Behold the Lamb of God. The second thing that we looked at was um, dealing with Jesus and the Holy Spirit. In uh, John chapter 1, Verse 32, um, it says, And John bore witness, I saw the Spirit descend from heaven like a dove, and it remained on him. I myself did not know him, but he who sent me to baptize with water said to me, He on whom you see the Spirit descend and remain, this is he who baptizes with the Holy Spirit. So there's a couple things going on here that we uh, looked at together. First thing was that um, this in this passage right here in verses 32 and 33, this is most likely the same time in the other Gospels where Jesus was baptized because in those Gospels you see uh, Jesus get baptized and then the Spirit come down and, and descend on him like a dove. And so John doesn't mention the baptism here, but we believe this was about the same time that that occurred. Um, so that was when Jesus was baptized. But it's also interesting to note, and this is the kind of key to understanding what happened here with Jesus and the Holy Spirit coming upon him, was that in verse 33 it said that the Spirit descended and remained on Jesus. And that um, is the key, that the Spirit came down and remained on Jesus. You see, this also has Old Testament implications. When the Holy Spirit would ever come on somebody or into a situation in the Old Testament, He would come for a purpose, He would accomplish a task, and then the Holy Spirit would leave. And so He would never remain and stay with the people that he was accomplishing that task with forever. And so what is really, really cool about this is that Jesus and the Holy Spirit, when the Holy Spirit comes upon Jesus, it says it remained on him. And so this is the very moment when the Holy Spirit enters into our world again, but this time he's not going to leave. He's here to remain. And it's just so cool. We see in Acts uh, chapter 1 that Jesus says he's going to leave his Holy Spirit. So when Jesus left, the Holy Spirit came there in Acts chapter 2, and it filled the room of all those that were in the upper room, and the, the Holy Spirit just filled all of them. And the Holy Spirit was there and remained. Um, the word remain in Greek 
means to abide, to remain, to continue. And so it's so cool that the that John says that the Holy Spirit came and remained on Christ. He came and remained, so now he is with us forever. And we also see, of course, after um, in Acts, after Paul, uh, Saul becomes Paul and accepts Christ, um, he, he now gives us all of this revelation about the Holy Spirit. And in Ephesians, talking about we've been sealed until the day of redemption, and that seal is the Holy Spirit, knowing if we have the Holy Spirit, we are God's, we are God's children. And so we went to, after seeing all of this and looking at this as a church, we went to Romans chapter 8, which gives us a really good description of what life looks like for the person who has the Holy Spirit. Because there's a, there's a difference, or there should be a difference, in somebody who has the Holy Spirit inside of them, abiding in them, remaining in them, and somebody who doesn't. And Romans chapter 8 does a really good job of explaining what that looks like. Um, and so I would encourage you to go read that uh, this week, Romans chapter 8. And ask yourself, am I living as if I'm full of the Holy Spirit? Because that's God's desire, is if you put your faith and trust in Christ, that you would be filled with the Holy Spirit. And you are filled with the Holy Spirit, and so that does something in your life. It changes something. The other thing that's cool to note is that John says that his baptism was just with water. And his baptism was there to point people to this new baptism of the Holy Spirit that Jesus would give. And so um, another another um, interesting note here is that baptism really is, is just a symbol. Uh, water baptism is a symbol signifying to people that you have been baptized already with the Holy Spirit. So super cool stuff here. And so John mentions uh, the Holy Spirit baptism that Jesus brings once the Holy Spirit comes and remains. The last thing that we looked at as a church was that Jesus is the Son of God. And in verse 34, after all of this occurs, the Holy Spirit comes down on Jesus and remains on him. Verse 34, John the Baptist says this awesome thing. He says, I have seen and have borne witness that this is the Son of God. I have seen and borne witness that this is the Son of God. I love what John says here. These two words that he uses, he says, I've seen it. And I have borne witness that he's the Son of God. Um, the word seen, that Greek word for seen, uh, means to stare at, to see or behold. So he started this, this passage with, Behold the Lamb of God. He ends this passage with, I have seen, I have beheld the Lamb of God. And I know that he is the Son of God. The word borne witness there in the Greek means to testify or to bear record. The word um, that we get uh, bear witness from in the Greek um, is where we also get the word martyr, which is really interesting that if um, you have borne witness, um, we also get that word martyr. And so it's it's a really strong word. I, th I don't think we grasp sometimes the magnitude of bearing witness about something. And people bear witness about Jesus. I mean, John the Baptist said it here in Acts. Bear witness is, is all through the first few chapters of the uh, disciples bearing witness about Christ and what they've seen about him. And so John says that I have borne witness that this is the Son of God. And if you remember over the past few weeks on the podcast, we've been talking about um, John's purpose for this book. The purpose for him writing the Gospel of John was so that people would know that Jesus is the Son of God. And so it's so cool that he fits this right into here at the end of this first part of chapter 1, 
where John the Baptist says, I have seen and borne witness that this, this Jesus, is the Son of God. And so we ended our time together this weekend um, with this question. Uh, the question was, how should this change my life? Because we've been really convicted lately here at Motion Church that we can know the Word, we can know these things, we can understand things about the Word of God, we can understand things about Jesus, but if it doesn't change the way that we live, if it doesn't change our relationship with Him and help us know Him more and love Him more, then all of this understanding that we get is in vain because God wants it to change our life. And so the question, how should this change my life, I, we shared together um, that we need to be truly beholding Jesus as who He says He is in His Word, not these things that we make up about Him and these ideas that we get about Him from the world or other people and what they think about God and Jesus. We need to, we need to consult His Word. We need to consult the Lagos the one who is the word and gave us his word says who he is. And we need to consult him and see what he says about him. And we need to behold it, see it, and believe it. Um, Jesus is the Lamb of God, the one who was that sacrifice for our sins. There's no other way that we could get to know God but through Christ as the Lamb of God. He is the one who gave us his spirit. The spirit that raised Christ from the dead also lives within us. How amazing is that? That should change our life, just that statement. And that comes from Romans chapter 8 also. That should change the way that we live. That we have the mind, the Holy Spirit of Christ living inside of us. And so we should be living just as Christ did. And if we do these things, if we recognize these things, if we behold Jesus as who he truly is, my life will look different from those around me. I mean, those who don't have the Holy Spirit, yeah, they might do some good things. They might, they might care for others. They might love people. But the difference is that we know who Jesus is, and that's what we should be sharing with other people. Who Jesus is, what he's done in our life. He's rescued us from our sin and, and, and given us new life, given us his Holy Spirit. And so we need to know these things. That in his word it says that our lives will be different. Jesus said himself, he said, By this you'll, uh, the world will know that you're my disciples. He said, if you have love one for another. And the only way we know that we should love one another is because that's what Jesus did. He loved everybody, but he said the difference between people knowing that you're mine and knowing and not knowing that you're mine is if you love one another. And so we need to love each other. As believers and followers of Jesus, we need to love each other the way Christ loved us, not leaving us where we are and acknowledging where we messed up. And we need to love each other so that we can become more like Jesus. He is the one who paid our sin debt that we couldn't pay. He's the one who gave us his own spirit so that we can know him and know his desires. And he is the one and only son of God. And so I want to leave you, leave you with that question here on the podcast. What needs to change in your life based on Jesus being the lamb of God, Jesus giving us his Holy Spirit, Jesus being the son of God? And I encourage you to reach out to those in your life that know Jesus Ask them these same things because it's important that we're looking out for each other. We're encouraging each other. We're exhorting each other, admonishing one, each, one, uh, one another, and loving each other with the love of Christ. And so um just want to mention again that if you have any questions or any time, that uh, anything you want to ask us, just shoot us an email. You can head over to our website at uh, motionchurch.life, and uh, we've got prayer requests on there. You can send us an email. You can check out 
and more of our uh, media things that we put together for you and uh, just resources that we have on there. Um, so we thank you for joining us today on the podcast. We hope it's a blessing to you, and uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Motion Church Weekly. As always, head over to our website at motionchurch.life or follow us on social media to keep up with the latest from Motion Church. We hope you have a great week.